Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Uh, In his new book, Boulevard Heights, When Failure is Not Final, author and minister Leighton Kramer talks about the realities and challenges of of the world as he sees them. Uh, Let's take a look at the second part of the title, Failure, When Failure is Not Final. Okay? Uh, I've got several books actually on my desk right now uh, that I'm reviewing, uh, uh, Leighton, and and they're all about failure. Yep. Okay? And that failing is, as you've said, not final. If you fail once, pick yourself up and try something else. Yeah, it doesn't have to be final. Right. Is that part of the message of the book? It is. It's this uh, message. It's a subtitle. Uh, a gentleman told me the other day. He said, "Man, I'd give my right arm if I could go back." He's a ninety-year-old guy, just an old fella, an older gentleman, and looking back through the rearview mirror of time and saying, I "Look back on my life. There are so many things, a myriad of things, legion, that I would do different." Um, it speaks to the past in terms of, you know, some people I, I thought can't have a future because they're in bondage to their past or been taken hostage by it. So whatever that is, abuse or, or shortcoming or you know, we're all human. We're limited, and, and we have those. Failure's part of life. But it doesn't have to be final when I say that. I have an attitude toward the past. And what I mean by that, and Bolivar Heights speaks to that, is, number one, I think in order to move, move forward at your, your best, whatever that is, and to maximize your potential and to be the best you that you can be, you have to own your past. Um, take responsibility for it. Don't hide it. Don't deny it. Face it. And it's not easy to face your past. But if you want to have victory over it, you have to face your past. Own it. Number two, you have to learn from it. Or you can learn from it. Be better or better. You know, what am I going to do with this? You know, some of the hardest parts are, somebody told me one time, no one's going to get to the side of a broken heart. And um, I said, what do you mean by that? Should you get, a broken heart is an expanded heart. Now you can sympathize and empathize and, and understand, have an understanding and a compassion for people that you otherwise could never have. There's a benefit and a beauty to the battle in that regard. So learn from it. Own it. Learn from it. And the last thing is, and this sounds kind of maybe a contradiction in terms, but it's not in the spirit of what I mean it. I say forget it. Forget it. Um, don't it's the past. It. It's in yeah, the past. And maybe when I say forget it, I don't. that's not always humanly possible. Our memories haunt us. And some we want to throw it back up or we see things that happen in life that remind us. Of, but we choose to forget it. Uh, I choose not to weaponized it. I choose not to stew over it. To keep like an old dog digging up a bone and just chew over it and over it, go over it, look at it in every single angle and get those emotions all stirred back again. I choose to forget it. Being magnanimous or you know, I'm gonna learn from it. I own it. I take responsibility for it. It's not a jailhouse religion. It's I'm sorry maybe for what I did or I choose to forgive you because holding a grudge is essentially take a poison hoping someone else dies. And that's a self-poison, too, if you're you're holding a grudge against yourself. Oh, exactly. And it poisons the soul and, and, and poisons the spirit and causes one to be dejected and down, you know, and who, who can really be at their best when they're dejected and down, you know, and down-spirited and depressed and their head is down? Man, get your head up. So if your head is down like that, if you're you're experiencing experiencing failure and you keep trying different things, can you can that do you think that can make you ill? The you know, the stress it's caused, can it can yeah, it I screw do. up I, your body? I'm, not a doctor and I, I'm sure I'm confident I don't have your insight or ability, but 
I know spiritually speaking, it certainly can. You're not going to be spiritual. Well, understand, I'm not a doctor either. I'm just a healthcare consumer like you. Sure. Well, I think that um, I think that spiritually speaking, but like you mentioned already, we're spiritual and body. We're trichotomy. If you're not spiritually well, you're not going to be well in anything. You know, it's, it's a it's a it's a cornerstone. You're not spiritually well. No, from a Christian point of view, I would say it. I would say a swab. I would do that. If God's not in this proper place, nothing's in its proper place. But I just think you need to have your spiritual foundation established. And if you don't, everything seems to be in disarray. But if I'm down spiritually and I'm confused and in turmoil, yeah, I'm not feeling good about myself. And if I'm not feeling good about myself, I'm probably not performing well. It's just like in a business arrangement. As a businessman, when I look good and I feel good, I perform better. And I think that's true spiritually as well. Well, as, as a business person, if you know, you go and get your hair cut and your nails cut and trimmed because you're going out to sell something, okay? Sure. And, I and, feel like my breath smells or my, you know, or my hygiene is bad or I look terrible. I feel insecure. You know, I feel maybe not confident or comfortable. And I think um, spiritually, you could, there's a parallel. But yeah. This is a spiritual. This is failure of any kind. You know, physically, professionally, personally, life deals with blows. So the concept or the, the the common denominator, the idea is, what are you going to do when it does? Because there's three kinds of people in this sense. That is, people who have or in a battle, people coming out of a battle, and you know, kindly people who are getting ready to go into one. Maybe they don't know it, but you know, life has a way of changing with a phone call or a doctor's appointment. Absolutely. For good. So, what are we going to do with those things? Going to be bitter or better? I'm just saying we can take the we can take the the hiccups, the handicaps, the hindrances of life, and take what maybe the enemy meant for evil. And God has a way of helping us to use it for good. Well, listen, we are out of time. I really appreciate your time here uh, today, uh, Leighton. Uh, Leighton Kramer has been our guest. Hope you've enjoyed being with us. His new book is called Bolivar Heights, When Failure is Not Final. Is this available on uh, Amazon, by the way? Yes, sir, it is. Barnes & Noble, Amazon. uh, And Goodreads. Goodreads has a a review. Thank you very much. Listen, we're out of time. We have to move on. We're going to be talking about uh, panic in just a couple of moments as Late Night Health continues. Join us at LateNightHealth.com, LateNightHealth.com. Attention anyone looking for hand sanitizer. Sanitizing your hands and surfaces is one of the best ways to fight COVID-19. The FDA recently published new guidelines for the production of hand sanitizer during this public health emergency. Most commonly used hand sanitizers are not compliant. Here's the good news. You can now get the hand sanitizer you're looking for that meets FDA guidelines to fight COVID-19. Introducing Halo CV, one of the first hand sanitizers available in the U.S. that's formulated specifically for COVID-19 and meets both FDA and CDC guidelines. Get yours now at halocv.com. That's H-A-L-O-C-V.com. Halo CV can be used on all surfaces, such as countertops, doorknobs, and shopping carts, in addition to your hands. Made in the USA, Halo CV is formulated specifically for COVID-19. Be safe, stay home, and sanitize your hands and surfaces with Halo CV. Go to halocv.com, and we'll rush your order to you today. That's halocv.com. H-A-L-O-C-V.com. Go to halocv.com. 